Eat a little cream of wheat. Mm-hmm. You know how, I mean, Sing it. that's the new thing that they're doing with uh, jingles. I'm adjusting the microphone into my... What are they doing with the jingle? Well, there's the Ozempic. Oh, 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 Ozempic. You know. I don't, do they say the you know part? How did they land that? But I'm just saying we should do more parody-based jingles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, dream, or no, no, dream a little dream of me, but it's eat a little cream of wheat. Yeah. You know? I'm going to blow my entire budget. Uh, on uh, the licensing rights. I don't, you don't have to license if it's a parody, but it, I guess it's marketing. I don't know the law. I'm not a lawyer. I only know about patent law. Sorry. <laughs> not a lawyer. I need to talk to the audience real quick. Can I talk to the audience real quick? I, I no, there's no one here. I'd like to talk to them. I don't know. What so I want to acknowledge something that's in the room with us right now. It's an elephant. And um, this elephant is, I bit my tongue earlier today. So I don't know if we can. How did you bite your tongue? I, we went through this. I had a lot of cabbage today at lunch. You're just well, chopped straight from the head. Take us there. Straight from the head. Um, I had a lovely carrot miso sesame dressing made myself. That's good. And uh, a lot of cabbage, a lot of chewing, bit my tongue. And now as a result of that, I have this like cankerous growth on the side of my tongue. An that, injury. You that, have an injured tongue. That is like making it difficult for me to talk without sounding like I'm actively having an allergic reaction. Are you having an allergic reaction? You know, maybe you're allergic to cabbage. Cabbage. Oh my gosh, if I was allergic to cabbage. Was there anything else in this salad you're describing? Just cabbage and dressing? Just cabbage. Wow, your fiber intake is off the charts. It was really good. I believe it's good. I don't do... Here's why I... Someone, I don't know if you taught me this. I think you did, which is, no, or somebody else said, which was like, I always struggle with the, I'm going to buy some type of leafy green and mm-hmm. then I'm going to, I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat 50 salads this week and I eat 50 salads. And for some reason, I've only ever gone through half of the bag because I'm a single human being mm-hmm. that exists on this earth. You freeze it. And then you just, yeah, but you can't freeze cabbage. No. You can freeze it. So if you do like spinach or kale, you can freeze that and use it in your smoothies, which is what I've been doing i've been doing berry with like frozen kale slurry mm-hmm. in there as well that sounds repulsive i mean it's frozen it's, kale slurry it's as repulsive as it as it would be if it were just like regular kale well mm-hmm. maybe it's a little worse actually but it's yeah. the same mm-hmm. vi- vitamins and minerals yeah. that i need you know yeah. iron and the rest of them i like kale i'm kale's biggest defender i think a lot of people ran away from kale remember in 2013 I'm, I'm gonna be honest she went too far no she went too far well, what's too far she was in everything okay and she was in everything okay and you couldn't so get away from Lawrence. Her. huh hmm. well where is she now they're not even letting her be in the new, uh, there's something going on with, uh, to kill a mockingbird or something that I, not to kill a mockingbird, <laughs> the hunger games. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Well, they have one called mocking Jay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Tell me about that. I don't know. You're over here making content just from yourself. <laughs> You're telling jokes and you're laughing at them yourself. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know what I don't I don't really I all I remember is that there was this video of her going, Where's the pizza? And that was the last cultural that was the last cultural memory that I had. Maybe yeah, maybe Jennifer Lawrence is is just kale to that degree. Went a little too far, it was a in a little bit of everything. So the silver lining playbook of kale was probably kale chips. 
You know, it's when oh. I, I, I love kale chips. I think if you get kale chips in the bag from a store, I have never successfully made kale chips in my life. Have I have I. I they don't know how they're making it. I, limp, they have to be. Or they disintegrate at the slightest, like jostling. I've tried everything. I don't know what brand it is, but there's one brand that gets it right. When they've got like so much seasoning, and they're they're one, almost like crackers. You know the one crackers. that I'm thinking of. No, in, in that aisle, probably in that aisle. That one. Brand, no. sure. Okay, well, we're on the same page. No, there's a there's a brand at Whole Foods that same shall aisle. remain nameless because I don't remember it. Mm -hmm. That's really good. They have a vegan nacho cheese that's quite oh. good. Oh, a I vegan nacho cheese this. kale chip. Oh no, I think we are thinking of the See, same thing. See, I knew it. Yeah. Yes, they're I think very good. Highly seasoned. That's not even kale though. I don't know what vegetable. I mean, it is kale, but I, I'm like, this let, is not the kale I'm. Let's cut. The, with. Let's cut the crap. Let's be honest. Yeah. I want just seasoning. And they, I, they get that. My grandmother, God bless her, bless her soul. Uh, R.I.P. She's not dead. But my grandma got me eight bags of pistachios for Christmas. Shelled or unshelled? Um, some shelled, some not. Uh, and uh, I got... It, 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 are, hold on, hold on. I'm going to stick to this. Are the shelled and unshelled in the same bag? Or are they like no, one they, bag of shelled, could you one imagine? bag of... I'm, I'm like, what could type you of chaos is what this? wonderful pistachios would be up to? If they're I have like, a shocking you know screw it. I have a shocking confession about seeds and nuts, but you finish this thing and I'll admit okay. that. We're gonna go back to that. Yeah. I got to the bottom yes. of a barbecue pistachio shell oh. bag. And let me tell you, there was probably half an inch of seasoning at the bottom of that thing. And you better bet your bottom dollar that I tipped that bag up and I just <laughs> took all of that sodium all at once. <laughs> not safe i don't care that's <laughs> what i come here for that's what i come here for and in a similar vein we're gonna go back to your nuts and seeds later when i was little yes i used to take a bag of cheddar not nacho cheddar the, the cheesy checks mix the cheesy checks mix unopened or sometimes I'd open it and I would I would grind it to a fine powder. That's and then w eat it with a spoon. No, I just pour it in my mouth. Huh? I mean, not a fine powder. When you say powder. when you were young, was this two years ago? Okay, three I mean, years younger, ago. Younger. <laughs> yeah. I mean, technically, anything I've done I, in my past, I was young. I mean this with as much love in my heart that I can afford to you. Two dollars. Not, not that much. Uh, I can I can imagine you doing something like that to this day. Oh, I'd still do I'd like, it. I'm like, this is okay. If you told me you did that yesterday, maybe not the cheesy. If you did that with a cheesy kale, now we're talking. Now, yeah. we're, now we're cooked with gas. Yeah. I've never understood that. Somebody cooked What here. else can you cook with? Electric. Like it's electric. Solar. You ever seen those videos where somebody like cracks an egg on a windshield in a car in Arizona? Now we're cooking with Arizona windshields. <laughs> <laughs> or the thing that uh, we're going to go see if we can... Everyone's like, we're going to go. And when it gets super hot, it, hello, hi, welcome to the Midwest. When, and, and when it gets hot here, people are like, what if we like actually go outside and try to like cook an egg on the sidewalk? I'm like, okay, well, you're going to eat it. It's all do people do that? It's all covered in concrete. Concrete. Oh, my nuts and seeds confession. Are you ready for this? Yeah, tell me about your nuts and I seeds. I think that the reason I don't eat these specific types of nuts and seeds, they're seeds. These seeds is because there's a reveal what they are. No, bear with me. Reveal you're, you're, your <laughs> reveal. You're getting the preamble, which is that I would eat these every single day, no remorse, non stop. Mm -hmm. If they weren't associated with like a specific culture that I am wildly not a part of, which Brazil is nuts. No, you, you'd overdose on selenium. No. I would, but I would not. Mm -hmm. But I 
am talking about sunflower seeds. Oh, oh. I, oh. I would eat them by the truck load and the shelled ones. And I'd spit I, them out. Oh my God. Hold I on. like, no, no, no. Hold, I, hold on. Yeah. I've got a I've got a story time. Confession. I don't like this. I've got a story because I played I played baseball. When I Everybody played baseball, Garrett. I played baseball. I was an excellent left outer fieldman. Oh no! And <laughs> all the way out there, <laughs> um, which is again I think kind of sad considering I was the only person in the left field. Just such a small school, you know. Like when you're when you're the when, only person in the left field. Do you know how baseball? Anyway, keep going. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yes, I do. Yes, but no. Um, shortstop. That's a position. Yes. I loved sunflower seeds and that's the big appeal to baseball honestly much like you i i can eat them by the like pull a truck up i'm there right oh yeah and i would eat them until i got these these sort of cantankerous gross pustule ridden not actually but like i would i would tear my tongue real bad your poor tongue what are you doing to it they would put me in a state similar to what I am in right now. I, this poor tongue. But when I was younger, I didn't know how to like shell the sunflower seeds in my mouth. And so, you know, I would like bite it. I would take it out of my mouth, open it with my fingers, put the seed back in like a kid does, you know, until decided, until I just decided that was too much work. And I started just eating the shells. Uh, I mean, handful after handful, I was just eating shells. And I did that for years. I, I don't think that we can condone that on the podcast yeah don't do that don't do that you also swallow your gum that is a reflex trained into me by my band teacher because i'm always chewing gum mama just spit it out no uh, all because, right no because guess what i would always go into band i would always have my gum in and i'm not spitting my spit gum out your gum out to go to band we were different types of band people i think what type were you the type that didn't chew gum while i tried to play a woodwind instrument I chewed gum and played. A w- I was just, I was just of many talents. I, I guess was, so. Maybe it's because I couldn't do it. I was, uh, I was a drum major. You were a drum major, weren't I you? I was not. No. Wow. I have something on you. And you were chewing gum as a drum major. I was. And you, you do you want to know why I became a gum, a, a gum major? A gum major. <laughs> a, a drum major <laughs> was because I didn't have to carry my instrument as the drum major, and I got a whistle. You got a whistle. Toot, 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 toot. How many people were in your march band? Mm, like 15 to 20. No, it was more than that. It was that's like 30. That's real. You know how many people were in my high school? I know. That was a whole high school. 88. Yeah. <laughs> that's a decent majority of the high school. Mm-hmm. Anyway, who are we? Who am I? Who am I? Uh, well, I am Garrett Wagner. And I'm Jackson Bull. <laughs> and welcome, dear friend, dear listener, dear acquaintance. Every, I, every time I introduce a podcast, it's like I do the slogan, I do the description. Oh, I'm sorry. We as get we, into it. As we and started then, this, I just realized I have no idea what I'm doing. Welcome to No Crumbs, the podcast. <laughs> That ate the podcast on a welcome to no crumbs. You always eat it up every time. It takes 10 minutes to get through the, in the, the whatever this part of it is. I <laughs> start spreading the news because I am making a meal spreading the out of news. introducing this podcast. So we are no crumbs. We're the podcast that a ate. meal. You're Jackson Bollinger. I'm Garrett Wagner. And uh, we're, we're talking about silly little food brands. Maybe not silly. Some of them are mega national corporations. And very right? serious. We and don't have fun here. This is, no, this is a no, no, no laughter zone. No. Um, and you know what? We're, we, we talk it about It is food. the spin zone, but it's the no laugh zone. Yeah. Um, what's that? What's that? Uh, What's that company off of uh, off of the interstate where you can go and like wear one of those parachute suits and then you get Sky Zone? 
No. No. Sky Zone's trampolines. What's the one where you, they like put you in a it's suit? Like, it's like the fa- you, the, you like skydive over a fan. Yeah. I don't know what those are called. Here's the thing. I would, I would do that in a... <laughs> do you think somebody's ever gotten like trapped in that? Like, I, like they wore an especially... Like Florence Welch <laughs> like wore this especially flowy garment that and she's day. Just like, and they tripped. <laughs> ah! Ah! <laughs> well, today we're talking about something uh, that led me to uh, make a grave error at the Dollar Tree. <laughs> Of, of many, of many grave. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, today we're topping, to, we're topping about, we're talking about. <laughs> Do we need to take a second? Pause. Okay. Let me read your fortune. No. I'm pulling out three cards. No. Death. <laughs> Great start. The devil. Stop pulling tarot cards, Garrett. The tower. Anyway. All right. Where, where should we start? You tell me. So today... We are talking about a food that um, led me down a path of many mistakes. I mean, within like the last two hours, namely my journey to, to Dollar Tree. <laughs> um, we're talking about Pop Rocks. What do you know about Pop Rocks? Pop Rocks. Pop, pop Rocks. Papa, Papa Rocks. Papa Roxy. They pop in your mouth. I don't know. Uh, I need the listeners to know that that voice crack was intentional. I'm sure it was. <laughs> I feel like in this landscape of candies that were in my orbit as a child, Pop Rocks were on kind of the like edgier boutique interesting does that make sense like really yeah like the candies that were like a milky way you know fun dip was probably closer to more being more normal smarties pop rocks were like i've probably had them 10 times in my life ever really i i, I liked them every time but i mean well, why, why 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 i don't even know where i to mean get given the choice between you and maybe some salmon roe and some escargot that i'm sure that you got on halloween have you ever had escargot yeah, I have actually. I haven't. So, huh? You lose. You I win. Knew the answer to that question. I've had it one time in my life. Escar go, she escar went. Okay. Uh, <laughs> go on. <laughs> I'm taking a vow of silence. I think um, that's fair. Well, it's so funny to me because, like, pop rocks to me, they're they are Halloween. They're Halloween candy. Really? Yeah. I don't think they got them. On. I, I didn't really get them. On. I maybe like one maybe, or two packets. Maybe it was just like a specific house in my neighborhood. Some pop rocks freak that's just like there's I not love that these. many. There's not that many houses. Um, and maybe some one or two people were just giving them out every year. But I feel like I had them quite a bit as a kid. They were my they were a Halloween food, and I feel like we also have them at Easter. Easter? Yeah. Yeah. What other Easter candies did you get then? Jelly beans. Yes. I got the big chocolate rabbit. Absolutely. That I ate in about 30 minutes. Uh, yeah. I don't think I've savored that. That was a moment of solidarity my with my dad and I. It's like all of like my dad, my brother and I would like sit down and we would all just like eat with the chocolate rabbit. Absolutely. Like 30 minutes. It was did great. you ever on some years? I remember I would get like sometimes the chocolate bunny was like solid on the inside and i was mm-hmm. like oh yeah and sometimes it was caramel well sometimes it was hollow and filled with nothing and i'm like who's designing this chocolate bunny to just have a unfilled chasm mm-hmm. the, 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 the robin's eggs what about oh those oh 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 
Like the malt, oh. the malt Robin's eggs? Oh, 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 shut up. No. What? No, I like the ones. If we're thinking of the same thing, the Robin's eggs that I remember eating were like um, you would bite in and there would be like five different fillings. There was like a caramel one. That's just fancy. There was one that was just like milk chocolate. No, I think I think I went the opposite direction. Like I think the upbringings that we had. like You have a very fancy Easter. I, I, that, that's where I had the escargot. Yeah, well, of course. Every, well, everyone yeah. has We have the Easter. veal, too. I mean, like, I, I, I've lived on a cattle farm. Isn't so. veal crazy? Silly. It's a silly food. It's so not it's like, something that needs to exist. It's like foie gras. Why? Also, like, who, Why? who discovered this? Yeah. What were you doing? Yeah. Why <laughs> did you come across this? Like, the first guy that, like, shows up with foie gras that's like, oh, I finally killed that goose I've been force-feeding for years. And everyone's like, what were you doing? What were you doing? His liver was Excuse so me? good. Ex- what is this? You're mm-hmm. feeding us? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Pop Rocks. I, here's why I don't think I ever had them. There's no, there's no sustenance to them. I, yeah. I, it's just it's like a firework yeah you know it's like an it's, event it's, it's sort not of, a it's a silly thing but it never it never leaves you satisfied you gave me pop rocks like a week ago unintentionally unintentionally yeah and then i took a swip a, a swig of my diet coke and i exploded <laughs> is that something that happens is uh, that yeah. why you brought diet cokes explain the dollar tree story all right well we'll get to let it let me crack this this girly pop oh, open yeah. they're the it's the larger cans of diet cokes the 16 ounce ones mm-hmm. it's a pint Oh yeah, that's four cups. One no, PT wait. four. No, it's two. You know what's crazy? Can I, I tell you? No measurement. Can I tell you the craziest class that I took in college? What was it? Principles of Food Production Management, FNDH three forty one. Okay. Kansas State University. And KSU. I go the cats. I spent or whatever wildcats. I spent email. I sp- I spent um over half a semester for that course was learning how to convert imperial measurements. So what do I mean by that? How many cups are in a gallon? How many teaspoons are in a tablespoon? How many tablespoons in half a cup? And this sounds... And none of it goes into each other. No, 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 no. No, it doesn't. It's not like... What I love about, like, liquid measurements is, like, at least, like, feet... There's, like, so many feet in a mile. There's so many inches in a foot. And and it's it's all kind of... It doesn't make sense, but it's all kind of a clean cutoff, right? Obviously, over in, like, England land... Stones. Well, like, it all lines up and it makes sense, but then you get over to the liquid... Sides. I don't think it does. Not stones, but like I'm just saying that when it comes to liquids in the United States of America, why is there not like how many cups are in a gallon? Sixteen. How many cups are? How many ounces are in a gallon? Take that times eight. Oh, maybe it does go in together. I just don't know how to measure things. No, all I'm saying though is like, no, it doesn't make sense because if we do any other system, it's the metric system and it's just multiples of 10, like 5,280 feet in a mile. What? Why don't we just talk about leagues next? Like, I think that's a measurement we need to bring back. But like, that's like I a, traveled two leagues to get to your house. Well, that's a that's vertical fun. distance, no? But you're thinking of that leagues under the sea, 20,000 <laughs> leagues under the sea. It's and not. It is, it is not just depth. It's not depth no <laughs> it's like it's listen as somebody who reads a lot of fantasy we should it, just do atmospheres you know how, how how high are you off the ground all right well that that or is below. a that's a unit of pressure 
You really are not a science person. I have a degree in journalism. What am I supposed to do? The last math course I took was about percentages. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, this class that I took over half the semester was devoted to like converting cups to gallons. And I remember being so mad about it. I remember being like, this is so stupid. Why am I paying $3,000 for this class? Um, But guess what? It is the most useful class I have ever taken. People are like, this this recipe is listing this thing in, in, in tablespoons, but I only have a teaspoon and I'm trying to have it. And I'm like, oh, just do this. How many teaspoons are in a tablespoon? Three. Really? Mm-hmm. That just like a full normal amount, just three? Yeah. Oh. Okay. How many tablespoons are in a cup? You want, me to, you want me to run through this real quick? Go. Let's speed run. Do the interesting ones. All right. Three teaspoons to a tablespoon. Two tablespoons to a fluid ounce. Eight fluid ounces to a cup. Two cups to a pint. Two pints to a quart. Four quarts to a gallon. Interesting. Mm-hmm. How many gallons in a league? Who's to say? Who's to say? <laughs> Who's to say? I don't even know how we got on that. I don't even know how we got on that. But yeah, we're talking about Pop Rocks. We're talking about... Um, so we... You know, that's a little bit of the history. And they're, they're, it's like a fairly recent food too. The 1970s. Kinda, really? Kinda. I feel like I have been blown away recently by the things we've been talking about. Like being Oreos so old. And Velveeta and Jello just being... Well, Jello makes sense to me. But it's like the... the I thought this would at least be like the 1940s and like... Well... Something like, listen, kids. So you're, you're on the radio, I, I, I we're talking about. Let me let me amend. Amended. Let, let me amend my statement. So it wasn't offered until the public until the 1970s. Offered to the public. Yeah, it's. I know. What doesn't this sound what, like? Like what a, this, other use? This sounds like. Are you are you uh, familiar with like SCP? Secure, secure, contain, protect. Yes. Okay. For the girlies who aren't, Secure Contain Protect is like a weird internet culture thing where people make up these monsters and like lab logs about like how they're in containment and what happens if containment is breached. You're talking about it. I'm talking about it. Tonight? Like, like this is an SCP monster. It was founded. It was created, but the public didn't know about it. This is a CIA like, Oh, I operation. know where I know about this from. From I told, you. Yeah, I told <laughs> you about it. I'm you, like, why do I know this? You were telling me about, you're like, yeah, sometimes I can't remember things. And this is what I think makes our friendship great is because I tell you things I forget that I tell them tell them to you you tell me things you forget that you tell them to me and we can just kind of tell the same stories back and forth forever I know I have listened to this podcast we've got two or three more podcast episodes before it's just the same I have started (laughs) like I have listened to old episodes of this podcast and I'm like oh I said that joke last week I said that. I think I'm like, like it's on air. I don't reuse material because it's like um, it's like jazz to me. My uh, ooh, Garrett just did jazz hands Sorry. real fast, mm-hmm. real fast. Scared me. Why? So- <laughs> We're gonna be late to the show. <laughs> uh, well, I just can't find the clicker, the that's, switch. That's the uh, that's Garrett and I's favorite SNL sketch. Turn it's off. everybody's favorite SNL sketch. <laughs> it's the only good one. Liza Minnelli tries to turn off a lamp. I really should not air my opinions about SNL. Anyway, all right, all you. So yeah, well, let's get directed back yes. to the topic. So let's talk. So pop rocks. First of all, their motto. Do you want to know what their motto is? Like their slogan? Blow up in your mouth. Describe, (laughs) let's describe Pop Rocks. If you're unfamiliar Mm -hmm. with Pop Rocks, a little crystalline candy, you put it in your mouth, it pops. It pops, mama. (laughs) The little rock that pops. Little. I don't know what else to say. I, it's, yeah. the- <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's very descriptive in the name. And let me tell you, the uh, the slogan is also equally as descriptive because their slogan is a fun and unique experience. 
<laughs> I like that they don't describe it as like a candy. They don't describe it as it's like a food. It is a fun and unique experience. They know it's not new. I, I they wonder, know it's not given you anything. I wonder if they uh, had to name it that, like put that slogan because the first people that had Pop Rocks in the mouths were like, what's going on? I'm so stressed out. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then they're like, no, 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 no. It's fun. You're having fun. Fun. You're it's enjoying post, this. Whatever is happening to you is safe, probably. Probably. I don't know. So, Pop Rocks were created by the company General Foods by a by a chemist by a chemist named William A. Mitchell in 1956. At the time, he was trying to make an instant soft drink. So he was trying to find a way to give yourself a little tablet. You put that bad boy in a little a little glass of water, and you've got a sparkling diet coke on the table next to you. We used to have the mama count on the wall for how many times you say mama per episode. We're not on that. And then we have the Gaga countdown for how long we're allowed to talk about Lady Gaga. I'm going to get another thing on the wall for your subtle hairspray references because <laughs> you and I both know. <laughs> you and I both know that you just. Oh, I'm trying to. Arc. Stop it. Stop it. Stop I'm sorry if I was ever at a high school that performed. Prefer, <laughs> You're prefer, stuck in it now. Oh my god, I'm just Edna <laughs> that performed hairspray. But I know I'd get a little bit too excited to audition for the role of Edna Turnblad. But here's the thing: I think you'd eat it up. Like I mean, <laughs> I know. Look, we know. Uh, listen, listen we I know. I know that John Travolta lived in the Edna Turnblad costume for months. I know he did. There's no denying she it. She ate no crumbs. She ate because it is like it is such a good performance. It is insane. I, we gotta get back. We got it. I know that if I let this go on, the whole podcast is getting up, taking the microphones, watching the hairspray, and it just becomes like a mystery science theater, and we just, or whatever that is. Listen, uh, welcome to the 60s. Uh, so, created by General Foods chemist William A. Mitchell in 1956. He was trying to make an instant soft drink, but... If he succeeded, by the way, that would slay. Oh, I... I would love that. I think it would enable me <laughs> to, like, to just a degree that's unhealthy. I'm five minutes away from getting a soda stream every day. Yeah. Can I tell you... And, we will get back to this. I, one of my favorite like genres of YouTube, like earlier YouTube comedy was like people who would be like, Oh, every day I try and, and soda stream a different liquid. So people would like soda stream milk. People, no. my favorite one was well, that's just Calpico. Uh, so my favorite one was somebody tried to soda stream a bottle of wine. That thing exploded. It, did you soda stream gravy? I'd like to have that conversation. Yeah. Why aren't we having it? Okay. I made gravy this week in an indirect way, but we'll talk about that at the end of the episode. God, I'm ready to talk about this. So trying to make an instant soda, but failed miserably. Um, in the process, Mr. Mr. Mitchell, well, Dr. Mitchell, excuse me, found that he, in trying to make this tablet or this powder that would then dissolve, he found that he would make these little chunks of like sugar or whatever. And when he put them in his mouth, they'd pop. What is he doing? Putting chemicals in his mouth. This is insane, isn't like it? You're sitting in like, the lab and you're just like, oh, I'll eat that. Like it, it, you're, it, you're it, doing it, chemistry. My guy, you're just going <laughs> to, it gets wilder. So okay. like, you know, like as we, so basically the process that he was doing was he was heating sugar up to approximately, and, and this is the commercial like process for Pop Rocks now, which is you heat up a sugar mixture until about 280 degrees. And then like soda, you add pressurized carbon dioxide to it. Um, so heat it up to 280 degrees. You add carbon dioxide at a pressure of about 600 PSI. Now we're talking pressure. How many atmospheres is that? I don't know, but 600 PSI sounds like a lot. I'm trying to think of what my tires are. 
they're not that. Mine are like 30. Th- yeah, 30 something. 31. So this is like 20 times whatever's in my tire. Filling up your tires is self-care. This is half of what soda is. What's soda? Like 1,200 PSI. 1,200 PSI? In this thing? Yeah. This is 1,200 PSI? I mean, in the liquid. Oh. To add the carbon. I'm like, if I open <laughs> this Diet Coke, is it going <laughs> to explode? Yeah, yeah. I- well... So basically, like, <gasps> you, you add the carbon dioxide, and then the mixture cools and the pressure is released, and then you sort of get this, like, hardened concoctions of tiny sugar rocks with uh, carbon dioxide added in them. And so he made this, and then apparently, mind you, this was in 1956, and it apparently became a game in the lab to see who could swallow the biggest oh chunk. Oh, my <laughs> Where where's OSHA? This is his job. Yeah. And he's like, come I made some more of that mystery chemical compound. Come put it all in your mouth. This is in this is like every I don't know, work sa- workplace safety officer is a nightmare of like stop eating the chemicals. You're a doctor. Yeah. You are literally a doctor. Also, like I'm, you know how tiny pop rocks are, right? Like I'm imagining like there's one that's like the size of like one of those big job. That would like blow my face yeah. like to the that, sky. That like, would I, kill you. I think I would die. Right? Like, so that was 1956 where he created that. Uh, the product wasn't patented until 1961. And then it finally. For what purpose? They were what? trying to work on the soda thing. Oh, so they're like, okay, well we, this might work. So we might as well patent and it. And they didn't offer it to the public until 1976. As, uh, a full 20 years. That's. In, so they're just like playing with this until kind then? of part of it was also stability and shipping concerns. So like it just like wasn't a stable thing. I mean, imagine like you have a five gallon bucket of uh, diet coke. Okay, how many tablespoons is that? One thousand two hundred and eighty tablespoons. One, two, three. Anyway, uh, just imagine like like a five gallon bucket of loose diet coke and sending that off to Walmart. That's ima- that's kind of what I'm imagining the situation is with the pop rocks where it's like it just loses the fizz after a while. So a lot of that time was spent like figuring out how do we stabilize this and then how do we ship it? Because I also imagine, too, if you're jostling everything, that can't be good. Fun fact, William A. Mitchell, also responsible for the creation of Cool Whip. OK, bury the lead. Yeah. This guy, I feel which one I wonder which was invented first, Cool Whip or Pop Rocks. I would imagine Cool Whip. I don't mm. know. Also invented Tang. Who is this man? I don't know. He's just out here just... Wh- t- I, I wonder if he invented Cool Whip and Tang, and then they're just basically like, you know what? Blank check. Do whatever you want. And yeah. he's just sitting there eating these giant rocks in the lab, and they're like... Well, they're hey. like, this is the inventor of Cool Whip and, and Tang, someone, and someone's it's just like, a man chewing on a fizzy rock. Someone's like, we should reduce his budget. He's just like bringing people in his lab and making them eat the chemicals, and they're like, no, 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 <laughs> so no. So it gives him his That's power. That's Dr. Mitchell. He made Cool yeah. Whip. He's fine. You yeah. know, let him do it. Oh, it would be wild if this was the first invention. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that is basically, for the most part, that's the main, that's the genesis, the creation story. And it really did take off in, in the 1970s. And part of that was it was a novelty, right? Like, it was so cool to just, like, see how, like, this candy could create this weird sensory experience. And throughout the 70s, it started to gain some popularity until there was a nasty little rumor that got started. Nasty. A nasty little rumor that got started, which was that if you eat Pop Rocks and soda, there was this rumor that um, specifically there was apparently this 
child somewhere. We don't know his name. Lost to the records in the sands of time. Um, that that just like threw back a bunch of bags of Pop Rocks and then chugged a bunch of soda. His stomach exploded and he died. We need to take a break. <laughs> we'll be right back. Can I tell you, with this cantankerous wound in my mouth. Hi, welcome back. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Um, Well, I was just thinking about, because you've had me, Glee Cap Rewatch. Glee Cap. (laughs) Ah! It's the Glee Watch Glee Cap. We have to get it right. You've been making me watch a lot of uh, Real Housewives. Making. Oh, I've been gobbling. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I've been gobbling. And I, with this thing that's in my mouth, I do find myself talking like Meredith Marks. The Jack. rumors. Oh, the you don't you don't know that one yet. <laughs> there's there's so much good Meredith ahead. Garrett is if you keep up with the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, we're probably halfway, just on the other edge of halfway in season two. Jen has been arrested. She has been Whoa, charged. Spoiler. Everyone knows you're the only one that's rewatching the show. We need, we need to we need to put a warning in there. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Ahead for the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Garrett, spoiler we're well alert! After spoiler alert. Anyway, just you know, if you want to edit that in, be kind to the audience. I don't know people who are listening. I don't know how to do that. Also, also like that that was advertised at the beginning. Of I the know. <laughs> like it's not really a spoiler if they say, "Hey, Jen is getting arrested." I mean, I think honest to goodness gracious, that's why people watch the show. So like, I want to see this thing, and then they realize that there's just so much more than that. Oh, yeah. It is. It is just a wild franchise. So she's just been arrested. The trip to Vale. You saw Meredith in the hot in just the bathtub when everybody was getting there. The bubbles are disappearing. I'm like, it's Mary's like, it's some more bubbles, bubbles, girl. The Mary's acting insane. I mean, she has Mary been is <laughs> just she's being the meanest person I've one ever of seen in the, the world. The most intriguing television characters. And again, it's important to remember that these <laughs> little are, girl, these are TV characters, right? Like, I think a lot of people when they watch reality TV or, or I think a lot of reality TV fans understand that this is a television show. Mm-hmm. This is not real life. We're pretending it is because it's fun, but it's not. These are like, you know, yeah. caricatures but, but, but of the themselves. Th- but the thing that really is striking me is just there, something happened in the show that all of a sudden, these are the most genuine interactions I've ever seen between people on television. It feels real. It, it does. It feels like I'm there. Like, I'm getting anxious because they are too real. Like, like, the veneer of production is not there anymore, and I'm just watching people. Is what it feels like. It, I, I think that's so unique to this part of season two. And, and as it moves on, I think that it's just, it's incredible. Yeah. It's good TV. So anyway, I'm feeling with this thing in my mouth that I'm Meredith Marks and... I was going to do my Brooks impersonation, but we don't have to do that. Her son. Yeah. You might, uh, you might have to, I might have to hire a, a personal investor. I always, I always <laughs> call her Meredith Brooks who's a singer. Toby Keith died. Breaking news. (laughs) He was my first concert. Really? Yeah. I remember I was five years old and I was at the Toby Keith concert. What's your favorite Toby Keith song? I am so sad what happened to him post 9-11. Not that didn't think I was going to mention that on the pod today, but like he was one of 
I think the driving forces of the weird, like, America. Oh, like, uh, I, it, I think it, I That happened in country it's, music. It turned a, from, like, it turned from, like, kind of, like, like, crooning, like, uh, by the way, the, the noun crooner, hilarious. But, like, he was, he was that shift from, like, steel, steel guitar singing to like i'm in my truck and i got an american flag if you listen to uh if you're trying to one-up make country-wise i'm going to talk about john denver for the next 15 okay. hours so, so, so can i just say something before you go on this like there there, there are different types of I know, country i know there's the country that you're referencing which is like oh we have something to say <laughs> the country that i grew up with it does not. <laughs> it's it is you know digging your keys into the side of his pretty little souped up four wheel drive. And you know what? And you're gonna carve your name into his leather seats. Eats. You take a Louisville Slugger. Are you taking notes? To both headlights. Mm-hmm. Smash the horn. All four tires. <laughs> I know way more lyrics to that song than I thought I did. Yeah. I was like, when am I going to run out of knowing this yeah. song? There was a, I, I've been listening to a lot of Jewel as well. I don't know why. I'm in a weird musical state right now. I'm like, uh, you're listen, really, ta- you're really trapped in a time period. I, aren't you? I mean, I, I'm still I, just as much Enya as before a decent amount of Jewel because I'm listening to Jewel. Yeah, something that the audience can't see is the fact that you got your hair cut. <laughs> And the first thing that you sent to me was uh, was a picture of yourself compared to Enya. And then you said, my partner says I look like I need a big lollipop to hold. Well, I, at first we're like, okay, so it's I got a haircut, all right? It's I, get, I avoid this problem entirely. I have gotten the same haircut for years, which is undercut kind of long on top middle part. I've had that for years. And like, you know, two on the sides. And I'm like, you know what? No, I'm going to get like, I grew my hair out a little bit longer. Give me the I'm going to get it kind of layered. Give and me then, the end, yeah. no, it's even worse than that. And so I, I come home and it's kind of like that post haircut hair where it's, it's just not right. It's not styled. And, I, you know, I get my hair cut at Great Clips. And so I was like, I'm like, don't worry about styling it. I'm just going to go home. And it's like, OK. It's fine. Take a shower. And then I, I so I go home and the entire time I'm looking in the mirror. Well, not while I'm driving, but like, you know, <laughs> eyes I'm, off I, the road. I'm on the sidewalks. I'm in the, the I'm in, <laughs> no, you're, you're I, looking in the mirror and your phone at the same time. It's just one of those things where you get a haircut and then your your head is so big. Does that make sense? Like, it's just a different perspective you haven't seen. Mm-hmm in a long time and then you're like oh no and then i come home and then i'm like ah, does this what does this make me look like and my partner goes well it's pretty boyish i'm like well how boyish and then uh it makes it, it, it you look like you need a big lollipop i'm like oh, okay <laughs> i appreciate the honesty but the panic attack you've created is not great yeah. so then i take it i you know i take a shower i kind of get it styled like i would normally style it and then i let it dry don't blow dry it it's air dry and then i i kind of walk around and then i catch myself in the mirror you know about an hour later and then i'm like oh you say you catch yourself in the mirror i know what you've been doing which is walking by the mirror several times I I have multiple mirrors in my home. Yeah. Not, well, not. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> I, I places won. other than the bed. Anyway, I have the most mirrors. That's the, what's my mm-hmm. biggest brag of the day. And then I start. You throw lo- a lot of stones. And then I start loving it. I'm like, I look so good. Yeah, I, I, know, the, so, I know exactly I the moment so that you did. I look so great. I look at me go. And then I felt great the rest of the night. And then it dawned on me as I was beginning to listen to Watermark. And one of, not my most favorite, but one of my favorite Enya albums. And then, uh, which is. Uh, kind of the era where she had 
a distinctive haircut. I think it's kind of like her name brand haircut. And then I realized that the reason that I like my haircut mm-hmm. is that it is Enya's haircut. <laughs> You're so brave for that. So I didn't. De- I just want the, the audience to know I didn't intentionally go and get this haircut, but I'm glad it happened. Yeah. And I'll get it again. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sharing with the class. Thank you for sharing. That's so brave of you. Sell away, sell away, sell away. It's so funny as you talk about, and I know, God, 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 I know, I know I'm bald, and I know I talk about it a lot, but honestly, sometimes as you talk about these things, I'm like, what do you need a blow dryer for? What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to be Do honest. you own a blow dryer? I do. Why do you have one? <laughs> to glue down my eyebrows. Anyway. <laughs> Most normal people would just have those around. Um, well, I also have it for my watercolors. <laughs> All right. You know, uh, oh, God, I'm not going to go into hair dryer facts because I was Googling uh, noise ordinance rules in Kansas City the other day. Yeah. Because I was worried that, because you all know I play the flute. Actually, I don't know. I Hobby reveal. Flute reveal. Flute reveal. Uh, I play the flute and I do it a lot. And uh, I have this poor downstairs neighbor that I'm sure is just. Again, and I can't stress this enough. Up with me. I cannot stress this enough about our listeners, Garrett, is that there is a probability that there's someone out here listening to this episode who has an annoying upstairs neighbor who plays the flute all the time, but you know, he's just I'm just gonna listen to my favorite podcast while they're playing the flute, and now your downstairs neighbor has just discovered that your it's me it's you i'd like to think though because i'm so respectful when i do it i'm so respectful when i do it i i adhere to the hours that i'm supposed to be doing i don't do it early in the morning i don't do it early at night i don't do it with the windows open except for one time last week where i forgot the windows were open and i was mortified so my entire complex heard me howling oof howling oof um Anyway, approximately what the noise ordinance is, is about how loud a, you know, past a certain time, if whatever you're doing is louder than a hairdryer, 90 decibels, yeah, we can call the police. I don't think I'm louder than that. We'll get it. We'll get a decimometer. Let's get back. How loud is a pop rock? We, we could have tested that tonight yeah. had there, there not been lactose in them. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we could have done it, but, you know, we could have tested it. And the reason that we would test it is because of a silly little rumor, a silly little rumor that. So, yeah, let's let's uh, go back. Destroyed this company. You said that there was a child whose yeah. stomach exploded. Alleged, now, allegedly. Here's, here's my question. I always allow a certain amount of time to pass between I have, you know, that I love Mentos. Oh, yeah. I don't get the mint <laughs> Mentos. I get the the fruit Mentos. Mm-hmm. And we, we all know this. Good choice. We all know this. And so I I don't know if I just had co- Diet Coke after Mentos if I would like throw up the fizz always, or something. So like, I just wait. I don't. It's like a medication. It's like I can't have Diet Coke today because oh, I'm eating Mentos. I should have done that. I should have brought Mentos in. I should have brought Mentos in. I think in. there's Mentos in my. We're not doing this. I don't want to. I don't want to find paint, out. I'm I don't gonna, think it's safe. I'm going to paint the walls of the studio. I don't think it's safe. Um, well, yeah. So there was a rumor that was basically like there was this kit. It started in the Ooh. 70s. And. <laughs> Adele. Keep going. Uh, Keep going. Famous pop star Adele has joined us. Uh, she's she's walking in right now. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
in the 70s, there was a silly little urban rumor, urban legend, that there was a child somewhere that like threw back a bunch of Pop Rocks and then <laughs> chugged a bunch of soda and then just died because his stomach exploded. And that's not true. Like it, it, it's been proved. There was actually an episode about on Mythbusters about this, where they, they took like a hog stomach and they put a bunch of pop rocks in it. And then they put a bunch of diet Coke in there or maybe it's regular Coke. I don't know. And it didn't explode. It did expand to three times its normal size, but it did not explode. That's too much. That's like great heart level. It was like, it was like a lot. I had a big dinner. My stomach expanded three times that day, but the, uh, my heart expanded three times. It's normal size today. Anyway, I'm the Grinch. Anyway. You are a mean one. Ten and a half a pole. Anyway, so in like a package of Pop Rocks, there's approximately one-tenth the amount of carbon dioxide gas that's in a bottle of soda. So like how reasonably like it's not you're not going to just explode, right? However. And then he blew up. (laughs) <laughs> and then he blew up. Uh, but sort of what ended up happening was it didn't matter if this wasn't true. It was the 70s and things took off to the point that in the final quarter of 1979, Pop, Rock, Pop Rocks reported a 24% drop in profits in one quarter and ended up discontinuing the candy altogether the next year. Interesting. Interesting. Let me tell you about some of the things they did to try and like stop the panic because it's, it's fun and a unique experience. Again, it dying. is dying. It is. It is such like exploding. A, it is such like a cautionary tagline. That's like it's fun. It's just this you. is fun. It's safe. Yeah. Don't be afraid. It's Eat just, the rocks. It's just you, me, and this brick wall you've built between us. <laughs> so they these are some of the things that General Foods tried to do to assuage. I think that's the right word. No. Nope. The, the <laughs> Keep going. To try and make people feel better about their pop rocks. They took out a full page ad in 45 major publications around the country to let people know the rumors weren't true. They delivered 50,000 letters to school principals all over the United oh States. Oh my gosh. They had a point to prove. 50,000 letters. Um, they sent the creator of Pop Rocks, William A. Mitchell, on a speaking tour around the country. They just sent him out to go talk about how they won't make I, you explode. Pop Rocks ruled to be safe health-wise. This is old. They also, uh, the FDA ended up setting up a special hotline to inform parents oh that the my, candy was I found safe. I found I found one of the the ads an open letter to parents about pop rocks oh my this is like Twitter level stuff yeah <laughs> it's insane right <laughs> this is wild it's insane so it was so bad and nothing they did worked people panicked people like People just like, they're like, okay, we're not going to do it. I don't want Timmy to explode. So they ended up, you know, discontinuing the candy in 1979, 1979. In 1985, however, 
two investors purchased the rights to make and sell the candy. And they created a company called Carbonated Candy Ventures. Carbonated Candy Ventures. By 1986, the candy was back on the shelves. It was sold primarily via the power of nostalgia. And it was basically their main consumers were people who had grown up with candy or had grown up with Pop Rocks. Now they were in high school. They were going to college. Maybe they were sort of just entering the workforce. And they're like, oh my gosh, that candy that I had when I was a kid, I can buy it again now. It reminds me of like um, Kinder Eggs when people were like, oh my gosh, we can buy Kinder Eggs again. Um, that's what it's very reminiscent of for me. There's a little fun thing about a spinoff of Pop Rocks we're going to talk about here in a second. But do you want to know the flavors that they had? Yes. Okay. I don't remember them having a flavor. I'm sure that Red. they did. Red. I remember they had like a watermelon one, like a blue raspberry one. And like You those. don't taste it for that long. Well, they were exploding, so. Yeah. You don't get to taste them for very long I, before you die. Such a fleeting. Yeah. Such a fleeting. Something, moment. something, mortality, whatever. Um, so, watermelon, strawberry, tropical, just tropical. <laughs> blue Raz, original cherry, cotton candy, grape, strawberry, sugar-free. Oh. They also have some limited edition ones. Let's do it. Chocolate. Nope. Pump, <laughs> pumpkin patch orange. Did it taste like pumpkin? Could be. I don't know why they feel the need to say orange. And uh, candy cane. I think it was like a I'm, Halloween one. I'm in favor of candy cane. I'm, I'm not. No? I don't like peppermint. Wrong? I don't like I like spearmint. Mm. I think I've had too much cobalt blue uh, five gum in my life. Do you remember those commercials? What 2006, 2007. I remember where I was the first time I saw a five gum commercial where I was like, oh, a commercial because that was the before five gum and a, i do plan to do a, a five gum episode a by the gum way. a gummercial a gummercial yes yeah. the I, I do want to do a five gum episode so i don't want to spoil any of that but before five gum if you're not a gum shoe like i am mm -hmm. gum head do you know what a gum shoe is it sounds like something i shouldn't say it's a it's like a slang for a detective I guess detectives have gum on their shoes all the time. I don't know. Mm -hmm. The he had a cookie in his pocket. The the the. I just remember like seeing a commercial, I'm like oh, and there's such wild non gum related commercials. Oh and yeah, then the end like, of it is it's just like, like this has been gum. This is what gum is, and I'm like it's like some lady falling through an eternal waterfall or something yeah, wild it's like, like a man, that. I'm like a man levitating in, like, in the aether. Like I mean, the gum's pretty good, but like this is a little bit, it's a much. bit much. Yeah, it's a bit much. I'm more of a uh, I've told you the bubblicious tape. Oh yeah, taking bites. Put it in a tape. Anything in a tape, I would eat. Oh, I yeah. wish more foods should come in a tape mm -hmm. form. I agree. I agree. I would eat that. Or the Listerine tongue patches. Do you remember those? Oh, I would eat so many of those. They'd like, my poor tongue has been through so much. I, I, and I think I it's finally those. taking a stand I, against like, me. I'm going I, to survive. I would like make my tongue go numb because of how many of those patches I would eat. They were really something though. They were they strong. They were really strong. I mean, back in the 80s and 90s, there was that like that breath spritz spray. I would also just eat that. Where, where did you find that? My grandma always had it. I don't think I've ever had that in my I've life. Had it. The, oh, there's yeah. something so like, oh, I'm going out on a date. You know what? My grandma always had my, you know what my grandma always had on her? A mint. Uh, always had a mint, a mint, a freshener. Uh, all right. We're ranking the mints. Welcome to no crumbs. Number one, number one, Altoids. Which for like normal Altoids or like the cinnamon Altoids? 
uh, normal. I have a, I have a, such a controversial opinion for my number one. Go ahead. It's icebreakers. Oh yeah. Oh, what about Tic Tacs? <gasps> Tic Tacs are too. Oh, I, you no, love no, Tic Tacs. No, 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 no. The tropical flavored Tic Tacs. Sometimes. Oh, I don't know if this is okay to say on the podcast. Sometimes I get when I go to Target and I see the little tropical Tic Tacs in the checkout line. I'll just buy that, and they are gone before I get to the car. I mean, it's a little candy. I don't think that you should probably be eating that many they're at fruit, once. But they're they, fruit flavored. I, they're good. There's like a fruit icebreakers. It was like watermelon or something. They've got the two two sides to uh, it. Yes. Oh yeah. I mm-hmm. would, I would do that. That was. Those upset my tummy if I eat too many oh, of them. Absolutely, and I will eat the whole pack at Ab- once because they're delicious. They're so good. But Here's then the cinnamon Altoids mint. are number two for me. I think actually cinnamon Al- Altoids they're real good. Mm. Do you know the ones I'm talking about? The oh, red, the red oh, yeah. ones. My dad always had Altoids. My dad would buy Altoids in like the like the bulk pack growing up. So he always had Altoids in his pickup. He also always had Mountain Dew in his pickup. We've talked. And I would always eat a ton of Altoids and then I would try and drink the Mountain Dew and I'd be like, ah, ah, it's too much. Like, I, you know, you're the Pop Rocks kid. Yeah. Well, it was just like it was too minty fresh in my mouth. And, and please welcome to the stage. Minty fresh. But the minty fresh, minty fresh. I, I, I like Tic Tacs just as much as the next day. They're good. They'll, they'll always be there for me. Mm-hmm. I think that was my mom's mint of choice. Pretty typically just you know, having them around, but I, I definitely think, yeah, icebreakers, mm-hmm. Altoids. I would say I don't really do. I have a controversial third place. Okay. Andy's mints. They're not really meant to. I don't think that's a mint though. That's not, that's not a mint. It's a chocolate. That's a chocolate. What about the little spirally circulary peppermints? Oh, love the, <gasps> the green centers. You just said you don't like peppermint, but the green center ones. Well, that's a spearmint. No, no, no. When I say pe- it's not that I dislike peppermint, I just don't want it. If it's offered to me and I need, and I'm you offer me as a little treat, sure, I'll eat it. But I'm not seeking it out. And if you give me a choice, I'm picking anything else. There was a period of time in my life where I had a lot of uh, lifesavers. When I look back on my life, when I look. <laughs> Two minutes on the clock. No, so I really like lifesavers. I think like if I nobody's gonna get that. If I had, it's perfectly fine with me. If I had to like use a mint to freshen my breath, I'd do lifesavers. I absolutely mm-hmm. would. I think that's like out of what's out there oh. nowadays. That's gonna get the job done, and it's gonna clear my sinuses. Can I just say the the ally teachers always had the lifesavers, and I would take a handful. <laughs> I would think so many. Are you talking about one teacher in particular, or uh, it I sounds, had a couple? I always feel like I had a couple. A couple ally teachers, or a couple that, that like they were. Knew? They or were a couple of. Uh, they were allies because they had the bowls of the lifesavers. So unrelated to like your LGBTQ oh, journey. None of them. They, none of them. Oh, none so, of them support. So just just candy. All yeah, right. I wanted had, to be. We're using the term ally. I wanted to be clear. Do you remember? Um, I don't know if your school was like this, but it was a big thing in my school that we would always have a teacher that would, that would when we would have um, state tests, she would come up and she'd be like, "Science has shown." Everybody had a teacher like this. I freaking know what you're about to say. Uh, science has shown. Have that if a, you a mint. Have a sweet little treat, and then they'd sit down with a slice of tiramisu in front of you. I thought it was, uh, I thought... <laughs> no, we'd always get a mint. I, okay, all right, yeah, it's it's about... A, like, I get a decadent Italian dessert. Mint is going to, like, <laughs> make your brain better. They sit, they sit down a pan of chocolate in I, front of you. I did not... In Jewel County, Kansas. I did not like standardized tests. Who does? I loved them. Do you ever take MAPS testing? Yes. I loved them. 
Oh, I loved them. Did you? What, what's oh. your ACT score? Reveal it. Uh, Thirty-two. Okay, so that's mine. We have the same one. Yeah. We just became insufferable to everyone. <laughs> we are adults. Here's the thing. We have no business talking about SATs. None of that. I never took the SAT. Well, of course. We're Midwestern. And thank God I did. I guess you're Western. I'm Midwestern. How am I Western? You're from Western Kansas. No, I'm not. I'm from Central, North There's, Central. Look at Kansas. You're west of the center line of Kansas. No, I think Western Kansas is its own thing. Because if you talk to a person you from- You would know more. You would if, know more. If you talk to a person from Western Kansas and I say, oh, I'm from the- They're going to be like, um, actually, girly pop? No, you're not. That's fair. But you're not Midwestern. There is this idea in Kansas- oh, God, I hate that I'm having this conversation. But there's this idea in Kansas that it's like basically anything- It's sort of anything west of Topeka for people from Kansas City- is, is, is Western Kansas. Okay. I think even a step further, I think really people think that anything west of Lawrence is Western Kansas. I think culturally that's what people think. I agree with that. I don't know. <laughs> I've I've driven through Kansas one time. I stay away from it. I, that's how I feel about Missouri. I don't know anything about Missouri. I know a lot about Nebraska. You've never been to St. Louis? Yes, I have. I've been to that freaky museum that all the kids roll around in. The city museum? Oh, yeah. Why did you go? We, uh, <laughs> we were with my uh, my fraternity for a formal, and we went to the city museum, so all of us just... <laughs> like, adults are, like, crawling oh. through the teeny, tiny, oh, yeah. little... Oh, the city museum is a so children's fun. museum where it's, like, a giant jungle gym, it basically. It was so fun. I, I had a great time. Did you get up on the one that goes really high in the air? Oh, the, yes, I the did. Big Yes, I did. Oh, this is exclusively for St. Louis listeners because I'm convinced that everybody from St. Louis will understand this. And I'm sorry if you don't. But yeah, the big coil in the air. I remember like getting like trapped on that as <laughs> like it, older than I should have. I would get trapped on it now. I don't do heights. I just remember how treacherous it was. You it know? was very treacherous. I loved it. I felt like there's a sense of danger. I felt very exploratory, you know. Um, yeah, I loved it. That's huh. my that's my singular experience in St. Louis. And then I saw the arch. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a, I'm sure you saw it. It's big. And then I crossed that wide Mississippi River. Did you? No. Why? <laughs> I went, I needed to go to Indiana. <laughs> Illinois. Anyway. Really? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. Cross the wide. <laughs> Do you know my terrible secret about uh, that online game I play? GeoGuessr? You do know. I mean, I know that you play GeoGuessr. I'm very good at GeoGuessr. GeoGuessr... I've started... Can I say, my algorithm has started feeding me GeoGuessr videos where they're, like, interviewing somebody, and they're like, how do you tell the difference between the United States and Canada? Oh, that's so easy. And he's like, well, this is what you do. Yeah. Anyway... Uh, GeoGuessr is a game where it will plop you down somewhere on Google Maps and won't tell you where it is. And you drive around on Street View and you try to use the clues with what you see and guess somewhere on the world where you are. Mm -hmm. I've been playing it since it was created. Fun fact. I have almost beat you in it, too. And that makes me very happy. I think you should be. You're pretty good at it. All right. Uh, Pop Rocks. Pop Rocks. Oh, yeah. One last big thing about Pop Rocks. One last big thing. They had. I feel like they're having a, a Gaga album release raggedy hip situation that keeps happening where like they keep like. You got to stop saying raggedy hip. She listens. <laughs> I'm just quoting Azalea Banks. OK. Um, but like she. Oh, sorry. And I don't think she listens, to be clear. <laughs> I'm making that she's, up. She's one of our, one of our, she's one of the few listeners. The one of the many listeners, one of many listeners, many great listeners. Um, anyway, so there was a spinoff 
a spinoff. I have a, in my notes, I say the spinoff parentheses forgotten. So in the late seventies, General Foods decided to launch a spinoff product called Space Dust, which was basically Pop Rocks in powder form. However, Space Dust was really poorly named because at the time there was also a huge increase in powder-based drugs. So we're talking Oh yeah, we're the 70s? We're talking cocaine, we're talking heroin. Uh, we're talking PCP. PCP specifically was, was mentioned. And this is relevant because the drug's name was Angel Dust. And so this caused another moral panic with the adults who are like, oh, my gosh, my kids have space dust. This is probably crazy. Well, what, what is the new the new drug is space dust? Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. So then they ended up trying to rebrand it to something called Cosmic Candy, but. No, it didn't work. No, so they discontinued. You it. can't go to space. You can't go. I think uh, if you're doing like a chalky, dusty space based candy, you're going to be second place to astronaut ice cream every single yeah. day. I want no and pop rocks are full of lactose anyway. So it's like you might as well just be having, you know, eat the, the, ice cream. Eat the astronaut ice cream. Yeah. But that's the history. That's the history. So what do we have to sum it all up? Pop Rocks. Instant soda failed. I think that they should look into that again, please. 20 years later on the market. Less, not very much longer later. Rumors a child explodes taken off the market. 10 years later, back on the market. Nostalgia sells. Nostalgia sells because it, uh, mama. nostalgic memories release dopamine. So true. And you know what, mama? That's the history of Pop Rocks. Okay. Now we're, we're, we're pretty high on the, the mama count and the, we're very the, high on the, the, the gagometer. Yeah. The gagometer. We're, the we're reaching we, critical levels of, uh, hairspray mentions as well. <laughs> I was getting a little bit worried there the for a second. Is, the whole of the ship is just I know, like Nikki cracked. Blonsky is going to come into the studio, but the... Non-zero chance of that at any time. I mean, yeah. The <laughs> I want to talk about Nikki Blonsky. Moving on. What's on the menu? That's this whole episode is for okay. you. Moving on. But why you. don't you tell the why don't you tell the audience what was on the menu, huh? What was on the menu? We're talking navy beans. Garrett made some type of something. I, I, you let me know if I'm starting to get something wrong here. It was a magical dip. A consistency slightly more liquid than hummus. Mm-hmm. Very white. I wouldn't say liquid. I'd say a little bit thinner. Thinner, mm-hmm. yes. And I loved it. It's mm-hmm. white. Had some, lots of garlic, but like roasted garlic. Yeah, so me, it's got that. Let me, let me it almost has like a sweetness to it. A little bit of smokiness to it. It's got a little sweetness to it. <laughs> let, me, let me walk through the process for this. I did navy beans from dry cooked in the instant pot with a couple bay leaves and uh the vegan better than bouillon oh, by the way listeners how do we say that word bouillon yeah uh, say it out loud right now bouillon hold on let's let them say it all right so how do you say it listener no that's wrong mm-hmm. it's the other way it's, i don't know it's, it looks french so i say it french i don't know je suis i don't know who knows but so with the vegan the vegan chicken broth right bay leaves 
cooked in an instant. Sorry, I was trying to remember the French lyrics from Bad Romance. Okay, but keep going. All right. I saw you processing something. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, Jackson is really not listening to me right now. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we got the navy beans cooked and seasoned. I had two entire heads of garlic that I drizzled in olive oil, yep. put in some foil, put them in the That's oven. That's such for, the TikTok recipe. For 50 minutes. That's how you do it. I put maybe three cups of navy beans and two entire heads of garlic, probably half a cup of olive oil, and then I also so it really wasn't too olive oily. And before I put that olive oil in there, I, I put it on the stovetop, heated it up, added some rosemary and some red pepper flakes. Okay. See, you the know. rosemary was a game changer. It wasn't very heavy rosemary flavor. She was there. She was there and she was toasted. I, she toasted. was there and aware. You know? um, so it was that. And then honestly, it was lemon juice. And then uh, I added MSG and that was it. Yes. So it worked as a dip. We mm-hmm. went, we went through it as a dip. I then made my, well, I'll do a, a what's on the menu recap. I did my vegan tofu egg scramble. I do my tofu egg scramble a little bit. A lot of people will press their tofu, saute their tofu. They'll use black salt, which puts sulfur in it. And makes it sound like, or makes it taste a little bit more achy. And then some turmeric and then some black pepper. I'll do all of that. I won't press the tofu. I'll crumble it. I'll let it stay kind of liquidy. I'll add, do all of that, but I add tapioca starch. It kind of binds it in a way is it exactly like eggs no but does it have like a better texture if you add that tapioca starch to kind of the watery tofu it's delicious absolutely i highly recommend and then i used the bean sauce as like the topping for that amazing then what did i do with it i dipped something into it oh i made a grilled cheese sandwich and then i tell me this i made a full-blown grilled cheese sandwich and then with the rest of it i just dipped the grilled cheese right off of the griddle into the rest of that bean dip and it was so Mm-hmm. incredibly you could sell that i don't know I, I i don't know how shelf stable it is but not it's just not the beans had been in my fridge for a while yeah uh it's so good. not 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 an irresponsible amount of time i'm not feeding my friends spoiled food that would explain so much if you did but the, <laughs> i i really loved it i appreciate that that was an amazing Thank you. experience but on the menu for me this week mm-hmm. I, I told you I've recently been in my smoothie era. I'm increasing the amount of smoothies that I'm having. I am in between grocery store shops, so I don't have much on the menu, but I have. I'm going to do this stupid TikTok recipe that I saw about using silken tofu and chocolate to make like a some type of chocolate mousse. I know exactly and what so you're talking I, about. Is every, there peanut butter in it too? Every vegan has seen this. It's on every vegan's reels. All you need is the three eggs. Ingredient chocolate avocado mousse. I know, and you're set. And so it's it's something like it's just like except I'm just gonna dump a bunch of sugar into it. I like yeah. it's it's a conservative amount of sugar because it's like it's not real chocolate mousse. We're making it out of tofu, so it's healthy. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna make it unhealthy, and I'm yeah. gonna <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna make it taste good for me. Yeah. And so I'm very excited. I got a nice tube of uh, silken tofu mm-hmm. at um, po- the Korean uh, market. Tofu pulmone or whatever. And uh, soon tofu. But the I um, will tell you what. Now that that's in my fridge, I'm like, well, what if I used it and made like a creamy soup or what if i use and i just I, want to use it for everything else what if but i that chocolate just mousse. snipped the end and just squirted it in my mouth crossed my mind mm-hmm. you know how i am with tofu which is that i can eat it raw mm-hmm. and cold and wet mm-hmm. and i yeah so it's crossed my mind because i know it'd be really satisfying mm-hmm. to squeeze it out mm-hmm. you know yeah. not enough things come in tubes for vegans yeah 
Gogurt. Tom- I, I would paste. Uh, like I would love a harissa. You get yeah, your tomato paste in a tube. Oh yeah. You get your harissa in a tube. Yeah. Where do you get these tubes? Uh, we well, I used to be able to get the the tubes of tomato paste at Trader Joe's. I can't for whatever reason anymore. They've stopped selling them. A conspiracy. Next thing you're gonna tell me your toothpaste comes in a tube or something crazy like oh, that. You know what's crazy is like in the no waste community because yes, I'm looking. I'm not doing that. There's no way you could do that. But I'm looking. They like buy their toothpaste in like a block or like tablets. I know the tablets. I know the tablets. Yeah. Oh, I did a really good impression. There it is. Impression of my cat eating a string the other day. Fine. Stop it. (laughs) It's too wet. Tell me what's on the menu for you. I made a really good Japanese curry this week. Yes, you did. I saw it. It was so good. Did I see it? I don't think you did. I don't think you Maybe did. Maybe I saw it and you didn't know about it, but I sent you a photo. The last stew that I sent you was a navy bean stew. I get a lot of stew pics yeah. from Garrett. Stupid pics. Stupid stew pics. Um anyway, in this, let me tell you the saga that I went through. So we've got coins of carrots, carrot coins. We have um I bought a five pound bag of potatoes this week at Aldi's. Aldi's. Aldi. And uh what else do I have in there? So, oh, and then I take my my seitan that mm-hmm. I make and I cube it. I think seitan is the optimal protein for a Japanese curry if you're going to do it vegan. Texture-wise, I think it emulates beef the best. You cubed it, though? Yeah, like like probably, th- you know, two-thirds of an inch by two-thirds of an inch cubes. Okay. Um, just to sort of emulate how you would cut, like, a beef or something like that. I'm more of a terror but I, I, For I, Satan? I, I don't how are touch, you, how are I you, do not touch Satan. You know, so I don't I know. I don't even, lane. I literally couldn't even tell you what the texture of Satan is. I yeah. stay that far away from it. It is so, I love to eat meals that would kill you. I know. Um, carrots, potatoes, uh, Satan, onion, a lot of onion. And then I add some shiitake mushrooms in there. And you know, the, uh, the, the roux cubes that you can get, right? And roux. I know that I won't shut up about roux, but guess what? They make stews good. But you can get these like curry roux cubes at most Asian markets and you just like make a stew and then like right near, oh, and there are peas in it. And then right near the end, you throw in the roux cubes, you mix it with the water and it thickens up, makes it delicious. Well, I made the mistake of I bought a sauce, not roux cubes. I bought a sauce that you cook your vegetables and then you put the sauce on and that's supposed to be it. And guess what? It's not. So I had maybe eight cups of liquid and then a little bit of sauce. And so I'm like, I need to just like make the 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 curry like seasoning myself so i ended up doing that so there was like clove and cardamom and cinnamon and turmeric and some really like a coriander fun combinations and then i was like well i need to make a roux <laughs> oh oh no i'm garrett and i guess i i have to make a roux and so i did a quarter cup of flour and a quarter cup of uh vegan butter and i made myself a roux and then i added that bad boy and it oh my god is the best the best curry I've made in a long time. Japanese curry I've made in a long time. I love it. I love it. And then I made a uh, carrot miso ginger dressing. Why are you pointing at me? Just You're so you know. Pointing. I'm using There's my. No I use my toes, here but you don't want to see those. Except for the in studio audience. Yeah. And they haven't laughed once. Yes, they're, they have. They're a hard nut to crack. That's all I'm saying. Did I hit the wrong button? Hold on. They won't stop clapping. It's because I found the button. They're so excited that I found the button. I can feel their eyes on me. They really are clapping a little bit. Settle down. 
no, I know. Uh, thank you. Thank I know. You. I know. I know. I know. I know. All right. I know. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay, everybody. All right. Just fade into the background. Okay. Just keep clapping, but walk slowly away. Okay. So thank, thank you. God. Yeah. And they, they didn't even clap after we said, uh, you know, thank you for listening to No Crumbs, the podcast that ate, you know. And where would where would they find that online? They would find that at nocrumbspod.com. Alternatively, uh, there is an Instagram at nocrumbspod if you're interested. Absolutely. Um, my name's Kurt Wagner. and Where would they find you online? You know, uh, I'm in my wizard tower. Your wizard tower? My wizard tower. Your online wizard tower? My- you play Wizards 101? I never did. It costs money. I, I played a lot of RuneScape, though. Yeah. Um, but if you want to find me on the internet, good luck. But my Instagram handle is at itscareit. What's on that Instagram? <laughs> oh, no, I do. <laughs> okay. I do have one thing on my Instagram. I found the button. It's called, now. It's, it's going to be a problem. It's called uh, important. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a story highlight thing. Is it just, uh, what is it? You'll have to go and see for yourself. No, I don't want to give you the engagement. It's a Maslow's hierarchy <laughs> of needs. Uh, I'm online at Jax Bollinger on Instagram and really nowhere else. I'll play us out. Mm-hmm.